Do you struggle with thinking about the big picture of your business, wondering what your goals should even be, and really having a hard time just putting a plan into action? Well, in today's episode, I am here to really help you walk through how you can make quarterly planning in your business as a photographer super simple, right? I am ready to help you stop winging it. I want you to be able to have a clear and strategic plan about where you should be going in your business. So if you are ready, let's get started. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists late night editing sessions, and the endless messes that will one day miss strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action, confidently step into the role as the CEO and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you talking about one of my favorite topics, which is quarterly planning. This is something that I have not always been good at, to be honest. This is something that I've had to work at. And so I'm really excited to kind of share with you the breakdown of how I like to quarterly plan. And I hope that by the end of the episode, it is really helpful for you and is giving you a clear picture of what you can do next moving into the next quarter. So before we get started, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, My name is Ashley Freehan. I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online education platform, but also an online community, because I really think that community is so important, and being able to be held accountable and to be able to have people who will rally around you and lift you up. And so I do this through my weekly podcast. I also have a 12-week group coaching program called the Efficient Mom Photographer for those mamas who need more help with time management and streamlined systems. And I have a free Facebook group called the Organized Mom Photographer. Just like this podcast name, it is a place where you can go to ask some questions, get uh, deeper in on the podcast topics, and really just have a a way to connect with other mamas. But one thing that I actually started doing recently was sharing my Voxer username with all of my podcast listeners, because I really want to connect with you. And my favorite way to do this is through Voxer, which is a voice messaging app. It's also a text messaging app. But for us busy mamas, it is so easy for us to just quickly leave each other a message, and then the other person can get back to it when they can. And so I love listening from you guys. So 
A lot of you have been messaging me over on Voxer and answering the question of the episode, and it's just starting really dynamic conversations. You guys are giving me so many amazing podcast episode topic ideas. We are able to talk through some of your stuck points, and really that's what I want. I want to be able to chat with you and help you um, get a quick win, something that can help you in regards to what we're talking about here on the podcast. So today's question of the episode is how do you feel about quarterly planning? And if you take it a step further, what is one goal that you'd love to accomplish next quarter? So come find me on Voxer. My username is a freehand. I'll also have a link in the show notes so that you can come directly start a chat with me over there. Um, It's a totally free app, but it is so much fun to be able to chat with each other. So please, if you have not done that yet, please do it. I promise you it is so much fun over on Voxer. Okay, so let's dive in to really helping you create a quarterly plan. Now, if you have been listening to the show at all, you know how important self-care is to me. Um, The reason why it's so important to me is because I have seen um, time and time again how lack of self-care negatively affects every part of my life. Um, Not only does it negatively affect the way that I show up for myself, um, it negatively affects my children, my clients, my spouse, everything. And so it's really important that you learn to value your self-care. And so the very first thing that I'm going to recommend that you do when you start planning for any upcoming quarter is to create your self-care plan and to create goals around your personal life first. Because if you fail to take care of yourself, the things that I'm about to talk about next, they just, they won't matter because you won't have the capacity or the energy to execute them, okay? I want you to ask yourself this question. What do you need to be the best version of yourself? Do you need time away with friends? Do you need quiet time in the morning? Do you need two nights a week where you don't put the kids to bed and you're like off kid duty? Do you need regular workouts? I mean, I would argue that all of us need regular workouts and meals, right? We all need to eat. But are like healthy meals really important to you? What is important to you? And what do you need to take care of yourself? Now, I want you to start with a morning routine and an evening routine. This is a really good place to start. Okay, I want you to create some steps in the morning, some non-negotiable things that you do every morning and the same um, for the evening. I'm not saying your morning and evening have to be the same. I'm just saying keep your uh, non-negotiables for the morning the same and then for your evening, keep those the same as well so that you kind of get into a rhythm and a pattern. So I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because I actually have um, an episode on my podcast about personal planning. Um, So I'm just going to point you to episode 90 and 91 um, because I talk about not only how to plan for your personal life, but also how to execute that personal plan. So I'll have you go check those out. That's episode 90 and 91, which um, everything I always mention is linked in the show notes. Um, Okay. But after you have your self-care plan and your personal plan, then I want you to think about your business. So we're kind of transitioning into those business goals. Now, I want you to brainstorm all the goals that you have. Um, 
do this on a like blank Google Doc and we'll talk about how to organize it later. But I just want you to open a Google Doc. And the reason I want you to open this Google Doc is because I don't want you to lose it. So if you're a pen to paper kind of person, totally get it. You can do that, but take a picture of it and then upload it to Google Drive because I do not want you to lose this. But what's really helpful if you do it in a Google Doc is you'll be able to copy and paste your goals and your tasks into your project management system. So that's why I say start with a Google Doc. But I want you to brainstorm all of your goals. And if you're unsure of what goals to even have, we're going to talk about that. So don't worry. But some of you might have so many goals and you're like, I have so many things I want to do. But have you ever put them out all onto paper so that you can see them? If not, this is going to be mind blowing for you. So put all those goals, all those things that you want to do in your business and try to keep them specific, right? Um, Start general and then we'll get specific kind of, you know, as we go here. But goals really truly need to be specific and they need to be in your control. Okay, because this is really important. You've probably heard people talk about smart goals and I and I like the idea of smart goals, but sometimes it's just too overwhelming to think of all the little steps. And so what I like to think of is I like to just think of my goals need to be specific and in my control. That's what I like to say. Um, you can't control getting five clients a month, right? Um, you can't control getting a certain amount of money per quarter, but you can control what checkoffable tasks you will do to help you get there. And so we're going to be talking about goals further and breaking them down, but just kind of keep that in mind. Your goals need to be specific and in your control. Let's talk about project versus process goals, because this is something I think that's really important to know as well. So a project goal has an end date. So a date that you are going to be done with the project, right? Um, So these are things like building a new website, creating a lead magnet, writing a email nurture sequence, creating workflows, automations, uh, maybe a new business card, etc. Those are project goals. Then there are goals that are more of a process goal. So something that you're going to do on repeat. For example, a blog process or a weekly email newsletter or your client journey workflow or your editing workflow, maybe your lead gen or marketing campaigns, visibility, all of those things are more of a process goal because they're going to be things that you do on repeat and sort of rinse and repeat over and over again. So now that you know the difference between project and process goals, let's chat about three things that every photography business needs to survive. Number one, you need leads coming in, and that will be thanks to your marketing and visibility efforts. Number two, you need leads converting to clients. That will be sales. And third, you need happy clients, which will in turn lead to repeat clients and referrals, which will then just create a sustainable business. I read a statistic once that said it's seven times easier to keep a client than it is to obtain a new one. And so it's really important that if we do not want to be working all the time, 24-7, to get new clients in, that we make sure that our clients are so happy, they are raving fans, and they start to do most of the marketing for us. That's the goal. So leads coming in, 
leads becoming clients, happy clients. That sounds so simple, right? Okay, so let's talk through the goals. So maybe you're like, okay, Ash, this all makes sense. You make it sound so easy. It's not easy. Yes, it is. It can be this easy, I promise you. I think people overcomplicate quarterly planning all the time, and it doesn't have to be this way, okay? So let's talk about where to even start with your goals. So I believe that most goals should fall under these categories. Number one, marketing and visibility. Number two, lead generation. Number three, nurturing. Number four, inviting. Number five, epic client experience. And number six, CEO work. Okay, so let me kind of break down each of those things as we go. Number one, marketing and visibility. So this is going to be how you're getting those leads coming in. Okay, I'm talking about creating relationships and partnerships with people who are in your same industry and people who are in different industries but serve your same ideal client. I'm talking about collaborations. I'm talking about generating relationships with other photographers in your area who maybe don't have the same specialty as you, right? So that you can refer Maybe if you are a newborn photographer, you're going to refer wedding clients to your wedding photographer friends, and they're going to refer the newborn clients to you because you do two different types of photography, right? And so it's really important that you are thinking, how can I be more visible without just showing up on social media? Because social media is a, in my opinion, it is more of a nurture strategy than it is a visibility strategy. Now, there are things that you can do on social media that make it more visible. And that is by having other people share their photos, um, their blog post, their sneak peek that you did with them, right? These are ways that you can capitalize on social media, but make yourself more visible. So when you are showing up um, on Facebook or you're showing up on Instagram and you're posting, the people who are seeing that are going to be the people who follow you. So that's more of a nurture strategy. Now, if you are getting found in the hashtags, that can be a visibility opportunity as well. However, if you're not tracking where your leads are coming, it might be that you're spending your time in the wrong area. So it's important to really pay attention to where you are marketing and how it's converting. Okay, number two, let's talk about lead gen. So how are you going to track the leads that come in and what is your system gonna look like to follow up with them, okay? We're talking about lead forms. So creating a opt-in, a way for people to give you their information and in turn you are giving them something in exchange. So that, that would be a lead magnet, right? Or you could just simply have them sign up to be informed of your upcoming promotions, right? We don't always have to give something away. I talk with my students inside the Efficient Mom Photographer program a lot about lead magnets, and a lot of them are so feeling overwhelmed because they're like, well, I don't know that I have anything to share or give. And, you know, obviously we talk through that, but sometimes it's just as simple as saying, hey, if you would like more information, like here's how you get more information. You put in your name, your email address, and I will send you my pricing. 
put in your name, your email address, and I will keep you informed on my next promotion when I do mini sessions, right? People like to be informed. They don't always need something in exchange, especially when they have come to you saying that they're interested in your photography. So the way to capture leads is super important. And then being sure that you're following up with them and not just letting the lead kind of dissipate. Third, nurturing. I want you to think about what are some of the goals that you have when it comes to nurturing? Do you have a blog? Would you like to have a blog? Are you consistent with your blog? Maybe you have an email list, but you don't do anything with it yet and you don't send any emails. So maybe one of your goals is going to be that you need to have a more polished system when it comes to sending out emails. And a blog and an and an email list actually work hand in hand. Because when you have a blog, you actually have things to share about to your email list. So those are really great goals to have if you don't already have those systems in place. And then finally, we talked about this already, but your social media strategy is a nurture strategy. So how can you really capitalize and utilize social media to the best of your ability to create a place where people feel like they can know, like, and trust you and then want to in turn hire you? So that's number three. Number four is the invite. So maybe this is going to be a goal for you is maybe you just don't have anything to talk about, right? And so inviting people to book with you, sharing about your availability, talking about upcoming promotions, these are really important pieces of your strategy when it comes to being a business owner. You can't just stop at marketing gathering people's information and then nurturing them. You have to at some point invite them to work with you. Um, Us as humans, we are so overwhelmed and busy. And sometimes it really is just telling people how they can take the next step with you, right? Um, Giving them a call to action, telling them what you want them to do. That is an invitation. Just like every episode, I invite you to come chat with me on Voxer. I invite you to join my Facebook group, right? I am giving you the next step something that you can do. So the invite is really important. And I think a lot of people don't spend time thinking about that. They think they have a marketing problem. They think they have a visibility issue when really it's just they haven't taken the time to really hone in on the invite strategy and how they're going to create urgency and help their potential client make a buying decision of if they want to work with them or not. Sometimes we leave the ball in the potential client's court and we're like, okay, let me know if you're interested. And it just doesn't work it like that. Sometimes they'll let us know they're interested, but a lot of times life happens and they get busy and they need us to circle back and remind them with an invitation. Okay, next let's talk about client experience. This is huge because as I mentioned back at the beginning of the episode, it's important that our clients have an epic time with us. They feel so well cared for that they start to market our business for us, right? It's seven times easier to keep a client than it is to get a new one. Um, And the referrals are just icing on the cake. So it's really important that we create a quality service and a quality product. So maybe you have some goals around what you want to do to help make sure that you are delivering a, a great experience and a great product. But another thing that goes into client experience is having solid communication with your potential and current clients and setting expectations. 
allowing your clients to know exactly what's coming next so they don't have to second guess, right? So they don't have to reach out to you and be like, hey, should I be working on anything, right? We wanna make sure that they know exactly what's coming up. We don't wanna give them too much information, but we also don't wanna give them too little. So it's finding that perfect balance of how much information is just enough. And then we want to have streamlined systems and workflows that really make sure that we as the business owner have the capacity to handle an influx of clients every month, right? We do not want to be like, you know, buried in editing and can't even, you know, think about booking another client because we're so overwhelmed. So we want to get out of that feast or famine of having a ton of clients and then having no clients and then having a ton of clients and having no clients, right? We want to be able to create a steady flow of leads and bookings so that we can have a sustainable business. Okay, and then finally, I want you to be kind of brainstorming some of your CEO work tasks. So this could be education, things that you are learning, the stuff that you need help implementing, right? Maybe you have bookkeeping on your uh, goal list because you're like, man, I just really need to get my finances in order. Um, I really want to learn about my numbers. I really want to learn about tracking my metrics. So there is just, I feel like there are so many goals. So if you were of the camp that was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any goals. Now you're probably like, wow, Ash, I have so many goals now. How do I pare them down? How do I know what my priority is? This is the part that is often hard, especially if you haven't done quarterly planning in the past. And so I'm going to recommend that you choose three goals, okay? Three of those main goals. They can be project goals. They can be process goals. And then what I want you to do is I want you to break down each of those goals into check-offable tasks. So this is the tedious part. Um, You know, obviously, if you're going to be overhauling a website, like that is... I would say one goal for the quarter because there's just so much that goes into that. Um, But I would love to talk to you about some of these goals and help you sort of maybe steer you in the right direction of which one you should start with. Because I think that it can often be really hard. Um, So you can come hang out with me over on Voxer and just get the conversation started. Say like, here are where my goals are. Here's what I am thinking. What do you think? And I will happily give you my opinion. But if you're thinking like, Ash, this sounds so good. I want more support. I want more help. Um, I have two invitations for you. Um, Invitation number one is if you just want very specific help when it comes to your quarterly plan. So this would look like a one-on-one deep dive conversation. So essentially how this works is we hop on a 90 minute Zoom call and we go through your ideal week. I help you create a week in which you're going to be able to have time to even work on these things. Um, Because I think a lot of mamas, they have these big audacious goals for their business, but they haven't first taken the time to create a schedule that allows them to actually have time dedicated to work on their business. So that's step one. We start with creating your ideal a week and getting you a schedule with work blocks and how you can actually execute what I'm about to show you and teach you. So the next in this deep dive, we talk about 
all of your goals. I help you clarify those for the upcoming year um, or the upcoming quarter. Um, then we break down your goals into those subtasks like I was talking about, and I help you implement them into a project management system. So I personally use Asana. That's my favorite. Um, I help you set that up, and then I help you map out your quarter with a week-by-week action plan. So that is something that is just a one-time 90-minute call. And then you also get a week of Voxer support with me if you're like, you know, I've got some questions. I'm, you know, implementing my ideal week. Um, So you get a week of Voxer one-on-one access to me so that you can get any of those questions answered. The second option or the second invitation I have for you, in case you're like, okay, that sounds really great. I would love that support. However, I just need help in general with all the things. Like I need more support. I need more accountability. I want a deeper community of women who are right in my same shoes. They're moms, they're business owners, and they're doing the thing. Um, I would invite you to join my 12-week group coaching program called the Efficient Mom Photographer. So inside this program, there's a lot more layers of support. We talk about quarterly planning. We talk about your ideal week. We go into a lot more detail about this, and then you get my support and my feedback for 12 whole weeks instead of just those 90 minutes. So definitely check out both options. If you're on the fence of like which one is best for me, come find me on Voxer. I am so happy to chat through which one I think might be best for you. Um, But if you just are like, hey, I just need maybe like a nudge in the right direction, also come find me on Voxer. I want to be able to help you. Um, I want you to I want to point you in the right direction. Even if that next step is not working with me, that's totally fine. I want to help you with the next step. I hope that you have found value in today's episode. And if you are wondering how you are going to follow through on executing your quarterly plan, next week on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my favorite tips and some of my favorite strategies for how you can follow through um, with no more excuses. And so I will definitely see you next week um, when we talk about executing your plan. So as always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the organized mom photographer podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.